Welcome to The Concierge CPA. I'm Jackie Meyer, founder of The Concierge Accountant Program and Tax Done IQ software. This is a podcast for accounting firm owners and influencers who are pursuing world-class service. We discuss their path to excellence, their daily habits, and what influences them and their work. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around till the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go, y'all. So welcome, everyone. My name is Jackie Meyer. I am the concierge CPA founder of Meyer Tax Consulting, Tax and IQ, and the Concierge CPA program with Mr. Chuck Bauer, who's been my amazing coach for many years. He's coached thousands of accountants at this point and helped me transform my practice around just what the best are doing. And that's what we're talking about today, secrets of the top 1% of accounting firms. We'll talk about the current landscape of the accounting profession. We'll unveil the secrets of success of those top accounting firms. We'll highlight a little bit about common pitfalls, how to avoid them. And then we'll introduce you to an exclusive offer that we have. We have a lot of our former and existing students in uh, the session today. That means they liked us. They came back. But we have an exclusive offer for new students. And we have a new course and cohort kicking off around the corner. And then we will open it up to Q&A. So pop your Q&A in the chat throughout the presentation, and then we will answer as much as we can towards the end. Now, I want to start with the statement about the top 1% of accounting firms, because what does that really mean? And so I came up with this analogy, and it's long. So it's it, being top 1%, I think it's like being an eagle among pigeons. So pigeons are going to flock together. They're fluttering around the city streets. The eagle is soaring high and they've got the keen eyes and majestic wings. And it's not by chance that eagle flies at that height. It's by design. They're choosing to be in that top 1%. But everybody's definition of that is different. We have students that just want to work 20 hours a week in their firm and have this amazing work-life balance or go on vacation the last week of the month. And that's their definition of success. That's a lot like Chuck and I's definition of success too. And then we have others that want to put all of their 40 hours a week into their firm. And that's great too, but they want to shine. They want to be known for the outsourced CFO or the tax strategist or the generalist firm that's just doing everything better than everybody else. And they become a thought leader and they win awards and that kind of thing. And so I have to clarify that everyone's definition of this is going to be different, but we see what's common between all of these high performers. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Any thoughts on that, Chuck? No, I think you covered it well. Okay, awesome. So as we get started, as Chuck would always advise me, as we always advise our students, grab a pill, want to take notes. The secrets are not laid out on the screen. You will need to write them down as we go and then turn off your phone, turn off notifications, get rid of any distractions so that you're present with us right now. And again, asking Q&A in the chat as we go, and we will address the top questions towards the end of this presentation. 
Now, let me check in, make sure that everybody's in and there's no Q&A so far. Yep. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about us. As I alluded to, Chuck Bauer has been my coach and helped me transform my firm back in 2016 when I had really hit a rock bottom or low. I had started a family. I was having health problems. I was overworked, underpaid for what I was bringing to the table. I had a decent firm though. It was a good firm. It was a successful firm, but I knew there was something better that could be done. And that's how I sought out Chuck and he helped me with that transformation. Chuck, tell everybody a little bit about you and what you bring to the table here today. Well, 20 plus years in the industry, I got very fortunate back in the early 2000 with a uh, long-time contract with Thomson Reuters which led me to certain CPA tax and accounting offices throughout the America and also landing with the PASBO organization of which I was the vendor of the year with them for last year. But the key thing that I have done through the years is I have gone on site. I know back in the days when WebEx was very new and Zoom wasn't even thought of back in that point, I was going to offices across North America, sitting side by side with business owners and their staff seeing all the high levels of inefficiency that goes on, which still today has not really changed. It's still, I look at everybody as 70% inefficient. So anyway, it's been a really great wild ride with that and lots of relationships. But everybody, you got to remember that when Jackie came in, she was so fed up. She was stressed beyond imagination. She didn't know where to turn. And we were able over a couple of years of working one-on-one to create this whole new platform for her. She was a great implementer and uh, look at where we're at today. So you guys get all the benefit of the experience of both of us. So it's a really great one-two punch. Working with the two of us, we don't really leave anything undone. We can handle just about anything that you guys bring us. And more importantly, not only handle it, but prevent issues from happening again. And that's one of the things you guys are so busy because of tax season and everything, and everything is hair on fire that you never prevent things from happening. And that's a lot of our program is prevention. Back to you, Jackie. All right. So yeah, so Chuck and I teamed up back in 2018 to start helping coach other accountants through these matters and to transform their practices. And we've impacted hundreds of accountants to this point, which is really exciting. Let's talk about the current landscape of the accounting profession. We work mostly with smaller accounting firms, those of less than about 20 employees. You and they face very unique challenges, but also opportunities in our profession. There's increasing competition. There's a surge in small accounting firms out there. They're not competing just locally, but also with remote services. There's a lot of technological advancements going on. We've got AI, we've got my new BFF, ChatGPT and GPT-4 that I've been posting a lot on social about. We've got automations. I mean, the next couple of years, we are going to see a new world when it comes to all of this stuff. And as the AICPA plan, AICPA engages, The firm that will be put out of business from AI is the firm that doesn't use it. So we need to make sure that you're using and optimizing the latest and best strategies. Clients are also seeking more than just tax services. They want advisory work. They want advice. They're demanding this and they're demanding it digitally. And then we have the remote work trends. 
we have all the changes in the tax laws that are coming and going and every year, but we can actually take back control over that by setting appropriate boundaries, expectations, and time blocking, which is one of the things that, oops, I gave it away. One of the things we'll talk about today as a secret, you can actually keep control of all of these crazy things that are going around you with some secret strategies. And then there's a shift from hourly billing to value pricing or fixed fees. Small firms can definitely use that to to their advantage by offering packages. Chuck, what else are you seeing with our current landscape? The level of inefficiency has not changed through the years. I've always paid it at about 70%. And when I say 70% inefficient, that isn't a figure that I point out of sky. It's actually what the United States Department of Labor gives us every at the end of every February. The, the Department of Labor puts all these time-wasting stats together, and it, it is mind-blowing. And every year, myself and my staff, we go through those stats we current, we bring everything current, but it is crazy how inefficient you are. Now, I don't need the United States Department of Labor to tell me that. Why? Because I sit side by side in offices and have for years next to you, which I've already stated, where I see the inefficiencies firsthand. You guys are so busy being busy. You don't ever have to stop and really think of how do we make this better? How do we make it easier? How do we buy back time? How do we get down to that four-day work week? How do we get in some of our top students? Our top echelon are down to three-day work weeks because of the, and all they've done is drive efficiency. It's not any secret sauce. It's just about understanding the game that you're in and you have to drive efficiency, not only for you as the business owner, but also for your staff. Back to you, Jackie. So speaking of those students, I want you all to know we see hundreds and thousands actually with the communities we're involved in. Accounting Firm Influencers Facebook group, we have almost 7,000 accountants that are talking day-to-day about what's working, what's not. But we have a lot of success stories from our students. Greg O'Brien is an amazing one. He started early with us before he got too bogged down in the details. He was in the first couple of years of his firm. And he's already grown at this point, year three to four, over a million in sales, super efficient, very happy dedicating all this time and passions into that work. Oh man, Kevin Smoot, he was a wonderful example of someone that was very hesitant to do our program. I remember he almost didn't even do it. I shot him an email and I said, Kevin, there's never going to be the perfect time for this. Just do it. And he said, you're right. I'm going to just try it. I did it. He's grown hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue. But again, it's not about the revenue all the time. It's about that work-life balance. It's about what he wants to define as success for him. And then we have, oh my gosh, the sisters, Karuna, they, oh my gosh, they've been 40 under 40, met them several years ago at a conference, and we've just seen major changes in thought leadership from them. Kendall is a wonderful example because She's not out there to dominate the industry. She's out there to spend time with her little baby and her husband and work like maybe 20 hours a week and still kill it. And so again, everyone's definition here is different. So let's get into it. Let's get into the secrets of success. With those challenges that we mentioned with the current landscape, there's definitely opportunities as well. And the top 1% of firms know how to turn those challenges into opportunities. They have a clear understanding of the current state and where they need to go. 
And so what does set them apart? Well, they're innovative. They're open-minded. They're always learning. They're client-citric. They have streamlined processes that allow them to operate more efficiently and more effectively. And so we're going to dive into those things right now. So let's get into secret number one. Secret number one is, write it down. Ready, everybody? Effective time management. Is this rocket science? No. Is it really important? One of the most important things for every single person that we work with in every accounting firm out there, it's the first thing we teach them in our coaching topics, efficient time management. It's about doing more in less time. It's about advanced time blocking, scheduling your day in blocks. So dedicating specific hours for the things that you need to prioritize. If sales is number one thing that you need to accomplish in the next six months, make sure that's blocked on your calendar. Make sure that you're not interrupted with other kinds of work. Stop chasing things. Start taking more time off by setting boundaries, blocking your vacation time, blocking your yoga time. Get that time off to recharge. And then this all circles back to effective client deadlines, setting and enforcing deadlines with your clients to ensure that you and they are completing the work in a timely manner. So Chuck, how has time management been a game changer for accountants that you've seen? Well, it's actually really simple is when Jackie and I dive in with you guys and we go uh, with a deep dive actually, is we look at your Outlook and your Google folders and we look how you have Outlook set up and we look at how you have Google set up. And this is where we find the massive amount of inefficiencies. As an example, I had a vice president down in Louisiana that came to me, was completely out of whack working 60 to 70 hours a week. And here's one of the things I discovered. I look at his inbox and he's in Outlook. I look in at his inbox and his total number of emails in his inbox was 126,000. Unread was six. Ladies and gentlemen, that those numbers need to be flipped. You should have only read six emails and forgotten the other 127,000 or, or dish it out. So 126, 127, whatever it was. But here's the killer is the very next week in his coaching session, it went from 126,000. By the way, I have pictures of this. 126,000 to 127,000. So he is a VP of a firm and he is all he's, he's doing is managing his inbox and he's doing a terrible job at it. And think about it, a thousand emails per week. He is the worst I have ever seen. And it just trails from there. So anyway, we teach you the strategies based on factual information backed off of or coming from our on-site visits and helping people side-by-side in the Zoom meetings to help you guys make that computer your friend instead of your foe. For sure. And that reminds me, time block checking your emails. Put that control back in your pocket, right? So make it 10 a.m., 2 p.m. Have an out-of-office responder on that states, I check my email two times a day. Here's who to contact if you need something in emergency. There's all kinds of ways that you can take control back of that time. And what we do, Jackie and I are really good at teaching you guys about emergencies. And everything's an emergency and it shouldn't be. In fact, the way we define emergency is blood must be present. If there's no blood, there's no emergency. 
And when you start taking that attitude and all the other things that we bring forward for you to put that structure together, you're not only going to love it, but your clients are going to love it as well. Back to you, Jackie. All right. Secret number two with the cutest puppy in the world, better client communications. So client communications is really key. It is something that most firms do not prioritize or they don't have appropriate boundaries around it. So we recommend all of the key dates and deadlines that you have having clients so that no matter what email system or work software you're using, you have clear expectations as to when something is due and why. So using codes is a really cool little trick there. The onboarding guidelines are just talking about, we're talking about what we expect out of the client, what they should expect out of us. And again, it's very transparent with communications. Chuck, what else do you see in regards to, you want to share as a tip with our crew here? Well, as it comes to client communication, we really have the whole thing mastered. In, in the concierge group, we know exactly what to teach you, how to implement it, how to communicate it to your clients and start taking control back of your most valuable asset. And that's time. You guys are so busy working on non-urgent things or even urgent things and letting things slip by. You don't have processes put into place. Guess what? That's not a big deal to us because we can teach you precisely how to fix that within just a couple of hours and not only fix it internally with your staff, but you will then take it externally to your clients. Ladies and gentlemen, I have over 2,200 people in this cell phone that have my cell number, and they are not communicating with me here because they're communicating through our communication protocol through our cloud. But every one of those people, if they had a true emergency, now, Jackie, emergency is defined as what? Blood on the streets. Yeah, blood must be present. But if there's blood, they have direct access to me and I'll take their call. But this phone is silent 99.999% of the time because everybody in our screen base knows what the protocol is, what the rules and boundaries are, and they respect it. It's pretty easy. Jackie, back to you. And then they apply that out to their clients at their firm as well. I realize my internet connection is a little bit slow right now, and my apologies. I'm trying my best to work with it, but we can open it up in the Q&A. Anything that wasn't clear, I'd be happy to reiterate. Let's go on to secret number three, which is a focus on value. What is your value proposition? Show your clients what you're worth. It's no longer the status quo to just do compliance or reactive work. We need to be proactively advising the clients about their situations, offering planning advice, advisory services, and pricing them based on that value that you bring to the table. We talk about packaging your offerings, and we highly recommend that. It's just another way to be crystal clear about your expectations, what you are providing to a client and what you are not what's in the scope of someone's engagement and what's not. Chuck, what are your thoughts on showing your value and are people good at that or not good at that? What do you see? Well, for the most part, when they come into CCA, they're not good at it because they've never ever been trained up on it. So what happens with Jackie and I, as your leaders and in this class, we actually show you 
the different ways to present depending on how the client might. So you might go off of a legal pad with one person and jump up on a PowerPoint with the next person. In addition to that, there are four different personalities. That means there are four different closes, four different ways to present. And we take care of that in a one to two hour session with you guys and help you with your presentations. That's part of what your homework will be. You bring those presentations to us. Jackie and I tweak them up. And what are we, what we're looking for is your conversion rate to close from a discovery to a conclusion goes as high as 70 to 80% as some of our top clients. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, this works. One of our students contacted me just like about 60 days ago. She had a major VIP client. It was a $135,000 annual deal and it went south on her. She called me. We played it absolutely correct on how the strategy and psychology work. After a couple of weeks, we got the communication back on because the client, which we already knew, did not go anywhere else. And we were able to close it for $135,000. That student of Jackie and ours is in Irvine, California, and she was flabbergasted based on how easy it was to close the deal after it went south. But she reached out for help. That's the same thing that you guys, if you do get into CCA on these high influential deals, if you have a challenge, you come to Jackie and I, we'll help you with it. Jackie, back to you. So I want to mention that the personality styles that Chuck mentioned are his personalized modification of the DISC model. And so you can go check out and read about the DISC model. And at Meyer Tax, we actually would pre-qualify every client and check their personality type to make sure that it was ones that I enjoyed working with and matched best with. And so can you imagine that, right? The difference between a, a firm that's accepting any client, answering the phone with anybody that calls, wasting four to five hours on someone because even if they're not the right client, but you just feel bad for them. And this pre-qualification process that you can implement that's making sure that they're the right, perfect fit for your firm and that they even have their own firm. It's like nine day difference, right? All right. So secret number four was always be learning and surround yourself with community, invest in yourself, attend webinars, workshops, surround yourselves with the smartest people. We're all pretty smart when it comes to accounting, right? But there are smarter people out there that have learned the keys to success. And so you need to surround yourself with that community. And then never stop improving. Be the expert that your client needs. Invest in your team. We have a student that has invested in one of their key players at their firm to be in our tax planning masterclass, to become a certified tax advisor. Imagine like the retention that firms like that are going to have by investing in their team and their staff and themselves through education and learning. Chuck, what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I second that. But one of the things is when you look at the personality of the people that are in your industry, you guys are all analytical thinkers and you divot over to the fact that you're super smart and probably smarter than everybody else. And sometimes we have to not overextend our strengths and think that we're the smartest people and reach out to the known experts. Like as an example, all these things that Jackie and I are teaching you, 
this isn't like new for us. This is all information and things that we've been teaching for years, especially for me, not years for Jackie. So hopefully she doesn't take that personally, but it's things that we've been teaching for years. And the things that I bring to the table, you're not going to find anywhere else. And the reason is because starting back in 2006, seven and eight, in that time frame there, I started going to your offices. I, I was sitting in working at Thompson Reuters on their side of the world before I even got into your side. And then I got into your side and I have been almost in every state. I have been at firms or other clients in other industries watching firsthand how a lot of this goes and seeing the inefficiencies. And I'm talking about corporate America, which I don't like working in. I like entrepreneurial America much better, but it's still the same thing here is that in your offices, you think you're so smart, but yet what are you doing working 45 hours a week? What are you doing working 50 hours a week? What are you doing working 60 hours a week? Then the United States government every February tells us that you're 70% inefficient. So if you take that 60-hour work week and you become 80 or 90% efficient, what is it going to do to your time and revenue? And one of my top clients, and you guys, you can call him if you want to. Some of you probably know him, but his name is John Drowning. And I started with John back in 2014, 2015. He just came out of a very messy partnership. He, his back was up against the wall. And we put him in coaching and I made some exceptions to get him in because his financial health was not good at that point. But if you fast forward all these years, he's been in coaching straight through. He hasn't even taken a break. Why? Because he keeps learning, keeps adjusting. I've actually trained his entire staff, uh, his nine staff members, with the exception of one person. I actually did the final interview on the other eight. But that firm is like two point, I think their current is like 2.5 million. And he is only working 14 to 16 hours a week. His team is paid probably higher than any of yours on an average. And in addition to that, his people have all been trained by me. They have their stuff together and they don't work the 40 hour or 50 or 60 hour work week. Most of them are at 32 hours, including their three on-staff CPAs. All we did is we made the firm efficient. And their goal is to go to $5 million, okay? And more importantly, John is working. He's hardly working. And the staff is doing a great job. It, it is a thing of beauty to see what that firm has done. Now, I have a trickle effect of firms coming down below that doing the same things that are trying to catch his coattails. But that should be all the same for you, is to drive revenue, drive efficiency, get the right kind of team members, train those team members, and always be training those team members. People go sideways, maybe put them on metrics where you can monitor the metrics, all those kind of things. And, and then it's just, it's available to you. But Jackie and I, we feel like sometimes we have to drag you. And some of you that are on our call today, you're probably in that same position of where you were a year ago or two years ago. So take responsibility and say yes to our program. Now, I will tell you this. I can't see what Jackie's doing. Plus, with me being the co-host, I I'm can't. Sure. We're good. Oh, you did? Jackie, you there? Yeah, I'm there. So let's move on to secret number five. You got on a tangent. I was just letting you roll. <laughs> no, I thought I thought you were on the list here. So 
Anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm here. It's all good. I'm a traveling Emily, and that's just life, y'all. So give me grace. The internet connection is never going to be perfect. So let's continue on. So secret number five. Now, this really should have been secret number one, according to Chuck, which I agree, but it's probably the most important secret. And that's why I kept it till the end. And it is all about having discipline to implement what you need to implement not overthink it, not become a perfectionist, but just trust the experts and then tracking the work, making sure that it's getting done. So it's discipline's really the fuel that powers the engine of every successful venture. You want to set clear goals. You need to have key performance indicators. You need to know what you want to achieve. Develop a strategic plan to achieve those goals. Regularly review and adjust the plan. And then develop a routine around it that promotes high efficiency. Use tools like we've mentioned today. Use your community to help you. And then have an accountability partner, a mentor, a colleague, a coach. Share your goals and progress so that you can stay motivated. But being disciplined is really the the key thing here. And some of us need to learn how to do that. You might need to set up a reward system around it. Give yourself a trip by accomplishing the things that you want to do. You can celebrate those achievements and milestones. That's always helpful. Practicing self-control, though, is important. Saying no to distractions, staying focused on the tasks at hand, and reflecting and adjusting, and then regularly assessing that progress. It's definitely crucial, but it's a continuous process. And it's about making the right choices consistently over time. Chuck, tell us more about discipline. I know it's the number one thing to you, number one tactic, number one thing people need to be a high performer. Tell people more about how they can achieve discipline and maintain it. Well, I think one of the first things is you have to have the self-realization that maybe you're not disciplined. And in my travels, which have been mainly in your industry for the last 10, 11 years, is that in all the ons, the actual stops that I've done and gone into offices, look, there's just a lack of discipline. It's all hair on fire. How in the world can you eat? How can you break out of that? And the number one thing, just like Jackie and I say, it's the number one thing really is to have the discipline, to do what you need to do and to and hire people that are disciplined. Like Think about it when you're hiring people like ex-military, ex-athletes. Why? Because they already have discipline. All those things come into play. But the discipline to be able to work high level of efficiencies for 50 minutes and then take a 10-minute break and then get right back onto that next 50-minute time block. And one of the first things that we do in, in course is teach you the structured days and structured weeks. We structure it. So as an example... Here's my sessions for tomorrow. Now I've had a couple of cancellations, but there's these, there's one, two here in the morning, there's three in the afternoon. But what you don't realize is these represent 18 sessions over six months. Why? Because it's done on a reoccurrence. We see the reoccurrence button right here in the calendar. But is your calendar white? And if it is, don't be white. You have to color in whatever that major function is every 50 minutes do the four hours in the morning, four hours in the afternoon. And then what happens is as the discipline increases over time, 
then the time and money envelope starts working before in, in front of you. And you buy back time and make more money. Like John Drowdy, again, I have to go back to him. He's not working 40 or 50 or 60 hours. He is well below 20, even during tax season. Why? Because his firm is the most hyper-disciplined of all. And John has me back in Atlanta once a year. I've been there seven, eight years in a row now. Once a year, just on site, sitting side by side with everybody in his firm, helping people with their computers and all these other kind of things. So there, and again, Jackie puts it at number five, which I I respect. But if it was just me, I would tell you that discipline is the key, the number one factor in everything. Back to you, Jackie. All right. So those are five secrets to the top 1% of firms. I have a little challenge for you. I want you to pop in the chat or the Q&A exactly what those are for a quick review. So who remembers what secret number one was? Go ahead and write it in there. So we had, see what's coming in here. Yeah, we've got efficient time management. We came back to that many times. We have optimized client communications as secret number two. Number three, focusing on the value that you're bringing to the table and having appropriate pricing to reflect that. Secret number four, always be learning, ABL, right? And surround yourselves with community that's going to uplift you and motivate you. And secret number five, having that discipline to implement. Now, throughout the presentation, we've talked a bit about some pitfalls to avoid as we've gone. Chuck has brought up some really great common mistakes that people make and how we can avoid them. Anything else you want to mention about this, Chuck? No, it's just, you guys just need to know our commitment to you and our commitment to your firm, our commitment to your family and your commitment to your staff. Because... For Jackie and I, and again, Jackie's been through my entire course. She can teach it. She's done incredibly well. But for you guys, it's the same thing that Jackie did when she got into coaching. She had to implement. And it's the same thing here for you guys. If you join us, you need to realize it's not an hour a week. It is two hours. Why? Because after your session with us, that next time block, wherever you're at in in the United States, that next time block needs to be your implementation time. Because... What most people do, that especially that 70% of the people that just aren't getting it, after that coaching session, they want to puff around like, oh, I was just in coaching session with Chuck and Jackie. But yet, do they do anything? And the answer is, in most cases, no. Those are the people that are wasting their time and wasting their money. You guys just need to know this, is that it's that hour behind the session that will make the complete difference for all of you by implementing and communicating with Jackie, we give you our cell numbers. There's a procedure that you will follow to communicate with us if you have an emergency. If it's anything below that, you're going to go into our cloud for all communication. So we're standing here at attention, ready to serve you. The question becomes, are you ready to put it on hyperdrive and get after it? Or are you going to keep doing the same old thing? Let's see, Mirabal, while we're waiting for Jackie. So yes, one of the first things that we did with Jackie is we put together the packages and we, yes, we give you all of this stuff. At the end of the six months, you're going to be shocked at how much data that you have. And guess what? It all stays in the cloud. It's always there 24 seven. People that started with us four or five years ago can go back to our cloud and be able to do that. So 
Anyway, other questions, you guys, while Jackie's trying to get her situation going on here. So just put them in the, the Q&A. All right, Gwen, thank you for the discipline. Mary, Sandy's effective time management. Yeah, the effective time management, the starting point with that is going to be your Outlook and Google systems and uh, showing you guys how to really put those on steroids. And again, we look at it's a long shot, I think, for people that are beginning really in the efficiency side. But we're going to make every second a monetized value for each and every one of you so that you have a financial numerical value per minute, per hour, per week. And uh, we want to drive efficiencies up through that time period. And then what happens is you can start taking time off. And in the reality, and I'll just let the cat out of the bag, we have a training that is reserved for our top students that is basically called the nine-day work month. And we have many people who have done it. They're mainly small to medium-sized firm owners in your industry that are either there at the nine-day work month or they're working towards that. And I'm talking about successes with small firms with this, medium-sized firms, large-sized firms. We see this. And again, you don't know what you don't know. So like Maribel, I know we've had a couple conversations, but I need for you to really understand this, that yes, we're going to help you with your packages. We're going to help you sell those packages and all that. But while we're doing all these other things, we're also going to make a concerted effort into reducing your time and drive efficiency. Now, how do we do that? Two things. One is that the United States Department of Labor tells us, again, 70% inefficiency in the United States. That's probably worldwide. And secondly, everything that we're teaching you is going to be working on reducing your time, driving efficiencies, and making you more fluid with your time off and be able not to be so stressed. But boundaries, the client onboarding people officially, all these kind of things come into play. All right. So I can still see that Jackie is struggling. You guys pop your questions in the chat because again, I do not have authoring rights on the WebEx so or on the Zoom. So I can't get me back in. Oh, here comes Jackie. All right. Here I am. So I heard you filled in for me. Apparently someone hit the Wi-Fi line. So now I'm on my phone. So just always rolling with the punches. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about how we can help and the gift that we want to give to people today. Have you talked a little bit about the next CCA course and what is included, or would you like me to do that? We did not address it, Jackie. Okay, perfect. So our next program for Certified Concierge Accountant is right around the corner, and we expect a 200% plus ROI from each of our participants. You can go to yourcca.com to see the course outline and topics. Our next group focuses on very specific things around what these top 1% of accounting firms are doing. We talk about value pricing. We talk about three times in your fees with advisory services. We talk about time blocking, efficient client communications, protocols and codes, specific client deadlines, utilizing client and staff onboarding guidelines, situational selling and presentations, packaging your offerings, 
discovery and conclusion meetings and onboarding clients effectively. And then, of course, you have the 15 or so other uh, people in your cohort that are going to be in similar situations to you that are going to help you and support you and motivate you around the best things that can get done. So in order, because you're here today, we have a special gift. Uh, we are going to give anyone that's in our session today $1,000 off the program. And again, it starts very soon. The coupon code, make sure and write this down and Chuck, pop it in the chat if you need to. The code is, if you go to yourcca.com and sign up now, get it now 1000, all one word. Get it now 1000, all one word. And we're honoring that today only. So please know we put a lot of time and effort into education, into our profession and industry. And we would love to be there to support you if you're not able to accomplish a lot of these disciplines and strategies on your own. We can help hold you accountable. So I'm going to open up to any additional Q&A that y'all have. We've covered a lot of ground today. I want to open it to questions. Feel free to ask anything related to what we've discussed or other issues that you might be facing in your accounting practice. Chuck, is there anything in particular that people would like to have addressed? No, I think I did a couple of good dissertations and I'm actually typing some answers in for some of the folks in chat. So, Okay, well, let's bring it live to the table to the group. So the program, yes, Shauna, the program is a total of six months. We meet three times a month, the first Thursdays of each month. So if there's a fourth or fifth week, we don't meet then. You get emergency text access to Chuck and I both as your co-coaches. And there's 18 sessions that all qualify for CPE. Gwen asks, for better client communication steps, are there templates? Can you speak more about this? Sure. So it all starts with the onboarding guidelines. And yeah, we have a lot of student templates that we provide in our course. You can put very particular things in those guidelines. It's going to help streamline your communications with clients, your expectations of them, their expectations of you, the deadlines and the cutoffs that you have for those deadlines which may be three weeks a month plus before April 15th or September 15th. We have a lot of people that are implementing very early, early deadlines at this point. We have how you communicate with the clients in the guidelines. So you've got your communication codes, you've got emergencies, you've got urgent or you've got not urgent communications and when they're due. And you're explaining exactly how they need to get in touch with you the best way, whether that's through your workflow software or through some kind of instant messaging system, through text messaging system, whatever it is that works best for your firm, you want everyone to be on the same guidelines. Let me jump in here real quick. So everybody needs to know this. What Jackie just said, do not allow that to be overwhelming because there's a lot of stuff that she just talked about and I did as well. But what you need to remember is in one of our first sessions, we're going to be teaching you onboarding guidelines. The onboarding guidelines, which are going to be created by you guys using our templates, then you're going to have them printed out. You're going to have an electronic copy, but that information right there is going to back up all the enforcement that you are going to give to the clients. 
So it's not a haphazard communication system. It's one that we have refined that goes back to 2015, actually, on the onboarding guidelines. And guess what? Some of our top clients, like Michelle Bustamante, for an example, has given her onboarding guidelines freely for all of you to share. What does that mean? You don't even have to think about it. You just need to take the copy, give it to a graphic artist wherever you live, and have them redo it. And that's all. I don't even like that because we're enabling you guys versus some of our earlier students that really had to go through the whole event of creating the onboarding guidelines. So you guys got it simple and you got it made. There's been literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that have come in front of you that blazed the trail for, guess what? The best class is going to be this one because it's the most updated one. Jackie, back to you. All right. So Maribel says, I really like the idea of working three days a week. What a life changer that would be. It sure is. And I actually had gotten my work week down to four hours in my accounting firm before I sold it last year to one of our students. Modeled on the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss, which Chuck and I both adore that book, and we practice a lot of things from it. Denise asks, what is the average time commitment for class and implementation per week month? Thank you for asking that. So we do a 50-minute, almost one hour live those first three weeks of the month. So that's one hour a week. And then we ask that you dedicate one additional hour per week to implementation and homework. So we give you like that onboarding guide template. You customize it to you. You're not going to take 100% of exactly what we tell you to do because you're not us. You're going to take 95% of what we tell you to do. You're going to run with it. You're going to put your amazing 5% of excellence or personality into it as to how you apply it to your firm. And you're going to run with it and implement it and get it out there. And then you'll make adjustments later. We're not about perfection here. We're about getting it done and then modifying along the way. Those are great questions, y'all. Is there anything else? Pop them in the chat. We'd be happy to answer them. All right. It looks like we are coming up to the end of our time. And we had some great questions that we answered. I would encourage all of you as we end today to choose to be the top 1%. You can do it. You can literally do it today. You can do it tomorrow. And if you do want or need any help or accountability or support or motivation along the way, join us in the Certified Concierge Program. And Chuck and I and all of your new BFF, other accounting firm owners, will be there for you and we'll be rooting you along and you will get to success. So want to thank you so much for being here. want to thank Chuck for all of his expertise. Any closing comments, Chuck? Let's get after it. Awesome. Let's do it. All right, y'all. Have a very blessed day, and we hope to see y'all soon. Take care. for listening to the Concierge CPA hosted by Tax Plan IQ. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. If you are a successful accounting firm owner or influencer who would like to be on this program, please visit JackieMeyerCPA.com, J-A-C-K-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-CPA.com to apply. Please share this on social media and rate us so we can continue our good work. 
join our Facebook group called Accounting Firm Influencers or connect with me on most platforms under Jackie Meyer CPA. Thanks for being accountable to transforming our industry today.